Welcome to Wednesday, whatever the day it is. <laughs> it's been, I'll tell you, man, it's just been one of those days where it's been like everything that can go wrong seems to be going wrong. Well, yeah. That's how it always works, isn't it? Yeah, I just got a message that uh, Landau is rebooting his computer. Oh, good. But even with the uh, high-end stuff, shit apparently is going wrong. <laughs> It's in the water, dude. It's, it's just been one. I've spent the last two days talking everybody that I've ever done business with off the ledge. So, you know, it just it, everybody's all up in arms about everything today. Yeah. And I, like last night, it's such a good night. And today was just kind of like, well, uh, reboot. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we reboot by starting with something funny? My, my internet will probably crash within 35 seconds. No, we're going to have a good show. Good show. Okay. Would you like to start with something funny? Of course I would. So, we're, we'll start funny with a little bit of hometown fun involved in it. All right. You remember, this is probably 15, 20 years ago now. Remember when Carlos Boozer was a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers? I do. Good player. Not, not necessarily great, but he's a good player. And then he sold us out, if I remember right, to go to like Utah or somewhere. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Carlos Boozer is now a spokesperson for one of these gambling things. For And as you're probably well aware, the NBA opened up, uh, what, last night or the night before, right? Yes. So he is an official spokesperson for something called Betway Boost. Now, I'm going to show you this video. Okay. You tell me what's wrong with this video. It's only it, it's only 20 seconds long, but you can't help but laugh. So check this out. This is Carlos Boozer giving his predictions for opening night of the, the NBA. And it's just, it's not what he says. It's, you'll see. You'll know in two seconds. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Carlos Boozer here. And I'm partnering with Betway to kick off this NBA season. And they're hooking it up by boosting my picks for opening night. First pick, I got the Suns covering the spread against the Warriors. Second pick, I got the Lakers with the points against the Nuggets. Good luck. Wow. Hi, guys. Carlos. <laughs> what is going on here? That looks like a cartoon. Yeah, it does. Look at that guy. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> what is... Did somebody paint the beard on it? It looks like he did it with a Sharpie. <laughs> it looks like Photoshop. It, it does. Like they added a beard to make it... But doesn't his head look like... I mean, the whole thing looks like one of these cheaply animated things that you see now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this again. Just watch it, because... And, and what what to me made it, maybe I'm just a sick fuck, and that's why I think this is funny. I just watched it, and I'm like, I'm watching this dude, and he's just like, this is the way it is. Like, how could he not know that he looks ridiculous? <laughs> I mean, come on. He's got to know, right? You would think. But check him out. He's just totally like, hey, everybody, guess what? It's time to gamble. Let's place our bets. Check him out. <laughs> Hi, guys. Carlos Wooza here, and I'm partnering with Betway to kick off this NBA season. 
and they're hooking it up by boosting my picks for opening night. First pick, I got the Suns covering the spread against the Warriors. Second pick, I got the Lakers with the points against the Nuggets. Good luck. <laughs> I, I keep waiting for him to say, and, and, and you can get this weapon for your Fortnite if you just roll a 12 or something you know, i mean he looks like he looks like one of these animation characters he absolutely looks <laughs> i just thought we needed something funny yeah, to start yeah, with that's and terrible what the hell that's carlos boozer what? did you see dwight howard speaking of the nba no what's he doing uh dwight howard accused of sexual assault by a man and he oh jeez. Well, there was always gay gay rumors about him anyway. Well, he denies sexually assaulting the man. Oh, what's he going to well, do? Say, yes, was, I did? Claims it was consensual encounter. Oh, so he's claiming he's claiming to take the dick, huh? Yeah, he does. Apparently, he, uh, he'll take it whatever way you like it. I didn't realize he was a dick taker. Neither did I. Look at that guy. He was all built. I mean, I guess. Well, he's a catch for somebody. That was, Yeah. We're gonna, you know, I guess be that way. Yeah. Might as well. I guess. Might as well go like for it. the seven footer. Get get your you. money's get your money's worth. The only person I'm getting is somebody like me and you. Yeah, brother. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two fucking fat dis- destroyed people. Here you go. You guys can like fuck a, all day. Beard looks like a half mask. <laughs> <laughs> that beard is just terrible. Oh yeah, you see this story too. I got to put the Miles back. Garrett is now part owner of the uh, Cavaliers. Really? Yeah. He jumps higher than most of them. Is there any? I, I mean, I guess can you, I guess you're allowed to do that if you're playing. Why not? It's not the same league. I don't think you can you can own a team in a league that you're in. Like LeBron couldn't own the Lakers. Own the Lakers. Part of the Cavs, or yeah, like because then because then it kind of destroys the ability to trade him. Conflict. Hmm. Yeah. I just, who said this? They're they're so right. Maybe he's dressed for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a cartoon. It looks like something that somebody made up and just put online. Or it Maybe. looks going with the Halloween thing. It looks like the picture on a costume of like a beard. Yeah, maybe, but maybe he didn't want to do the, the commercial. Maybe like he just used the picture and just tossed it up there. And no, he's talking. Well, they have that AI crap. <laughs> they that could have. Haven't you seen those those uh, those apps that you have now? I mean, oh, yeah. from when he was like 16, started singing a song. Mm-hmm. Like he was singing a song. Oh, dude, there's all kinds of those. Have you seen these? These the latest ones where they have like James Hetfield singing "Like a Virgin" and stuff like no, that. I have not. I gotta see. Oh, that. hold, please. <laughs> Since we're just dicking around to start today, I can to find start, that. I think we're going to be dicking around pretty much the entire show. Yeah. I think we probably are, but on, let me find that real quick. Since our guest thinks that we're too political. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. Our guest is uh, is, is going to reschedule. Yes. Has has rehearsals. Has rehearsals. I'm going to reschedule. Just don't, don't be disparaging. We don't I'm know. I'm not yet. disparaging. I was looking forward to the conversation. I still am. She may still come on. I mean, she. Again, I was looking forward to it. I'm a big fan, and uh... I don't think you understand how important this half hour could be in the gigs that are in February. 
Let me just make sure that you understand. If she doesn't get this half hour of rehearsal in, she might not play well in February. So, all right, here's here's James Hetfield singing like a virgin. Check it out. How do they do that? You do what's called voice printing, <clears throat> which is you can take, and it's it's advanced level stuff. Or not, it's not that advanced anymore. They're doing it on YouTube, but um, you can take a voice and you can um, you you run it through a synthesizer and it records every bit of the um, the voice, and then it the AI is so smart that it thinks through what the words would sound like. So then wow. you could play it to Madonna and it syncs that new voice with, with that voice. See, now this is dangerous stuff. Oh yeah. This is going to put music out of business. Music out of business. And it could really hurt people's, I mean, you could make something like that run through and have Trump say whatever you want him to say. Of course they could use that. I mean, is there a way to like prove that it's not true? I'm sure there's some way to tell if they're right now. It's probably easy to look at the signature and tell because like, I know that I've gotten phone calls recently of numbers that I don't know. They're obviously spam numbers. Yeah. Uh, but I'm now with me, with the jobs that I'm doing, I have to answer every freaking phone call that comes in. Sure. Cause I'm waiting on calls constantly to book people. And there's calls sometimes that just come in and all I hear is a click and then a beep. Like it's recording. Yeah. You hear that bloop. And, and, here, and all I'm doing is saying, hello, hello. Yeah. yeah. And it, they could just be recording your voice to, to could be for whatever they want to use it for. Dude, me and you, we, we've put out way, way more than enough content that if somebody wanted to start a, hey, you want to fuck us? We're here on gayporn.com. And, <laughs> and they could absolutely sync it all up. I check this one out here, dude. Here's another great. I, I love this, this AI music. I know it's killing the business. I don't care. It's, yeah. it's still fun to me. So here's James Hetfield. There's a whole series of James Hetfields. Here's Hetfield singing the Seal song, Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> it's great. Sounds just like him, right? Wait till you hear the chorus. Here it comes.
could send that to radio and no one would know. See, I, I want to see him do that in concert now. <laughs> well, that, that's what I mean. I mean, dude, they'll, they'll end up doing it with holograms. I'm telling you, this is where it's going to go. Jake says the Frankens, uh, Elvis and Frank Sinatra AI covers are insane. Dude, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on out here. There's, um, I, I mean, I, I follow this music stuff all the time. There's like, um, they'll take like Pat Boone and have him doing like Dr. Dre songs and stuff. Wow. I mean, it, it's crazy, dude. You know, there, there's so many of them. Let me find a, another good one. Well, we're, we're going to. We're gonna get banned on Facebook again. Our, so our what? Last, our last Facebook uh, video was censored to shit because of whatever music they found copyrighted. Yeah. We interview the damn people that are doing the, the interviews, and then they copyright us. Yeah, well, yeah. There's that. All right, here we go. I know you've always been wondering what it would have sounded like if Queen was fronted by Ozzy Osbourne. So here you go. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. (laughs) Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. Ozzy could do that. Now, I kind of like that better than Queen, to be honest with you. I'll be honest. You want to hear more of this? Yeah. Let's hear some more. Mama, just kill the man. Put a gun against his head. Put my trigger now he's dead. Sounds a whole lot like Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, That's pretty good though. What kills me about this is that people don't see the bigger picture. You see this stuff, and and yeah, that's the one. I got to find that one too. Good, good call, Jake. The Ozzy singing the Shania Twain. That's a good one. Um, but here's the thing. I'm sure. Even if if people aren't paying super attention to it, they're aware that a lot of these big artists are selling their catalogs. You know, there's there's big there's big um, stories about it. Yeah. You know about this company pays Bob Dylan five hundred million dollars for his catalog. This or that. This is why, because they're going to take all that catalog stuff, and they're going to take. The likeness, because part of what they buy is the likeness. It's not just the music. It's also the, you know, the the trademarks and the logos and all the stuff that that comes with it. And they're going to make the new age of music, which is going to be in 
like Oculus goggles. They're just going to give you a concert. You're going to say, awesome. <clears throat> you're going to say, my favorite singer is who's your favorite singer, Seth? Um, New Kids on the Block. Okay, so they're going to you're going to say, I want to hear New Kids on the Block playing um, "Got the Life" by Corn. Now that'd be cool. And you'll be able to push a couple of buttons. And not only will you be able to hear it, see it, you'll be able to get the impression because they'll have already done the digital mapping of how those guys move. So now that would be kind of cool. I mean, like for somebody like me, I like I was always a big fan of Michael Jackson. Never got to see a concert of Michael Jackson. I would love to be able to have the glasses or do something like that and actually see a show. And I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Now, I, are these artists suing anybody yet over this stuff? Well, they're they're not because none of it's being released commercially. Well, it's on YouTube. Yeah, but YouTube's not going to let them monetize these songs. So it's just free. You know, it, it's just basically free out there. Um, so they're, they can't sue yet. I mean, you would think that at some point somebody's going to release one of these things. See, this is what it's going to come down to. Mary, you're obviously aware of Millie Vanilli, of the, the Millie Vanilli thing. Some person somewhere is going to make one of these AI songs a hit without it being a hit. Like You, you know what I mean? They're going to say, this is an old recording of Johnny Cash right before he died singing Smells Like Teen Spirit. And they're going to release it, and it's going to do big numbers, and then they're going to find out it's AI. Yeah. And then you're going to have your lawsuit. But not until then. Man, they must have taken the Aussie, the one that Jake was talking about, down. But really? it's really good. Yeah, it was Aussie doing, looks like we made it. <laughs> <laughs> There's Justin Bieber doing that one. You want to hear that? Yeah. Hold on. Maybe. Why is this not loading? Come on. Here we go. All right, let me present it here. Present your screen. Justin Bieber. Here you go. Looks like we made it. <laughs> Look how far we've come, out, baby. We might have took the long way. We knew we get this someday. They say I wait. They'll never make it, but just look at us holding on. We're still together. We're still going strong. Now, using that different guitar line, using that right. acoustic guitar, you would never know that's not really him. <laughs> you would think it's just a new recording, like a new cover song or something. I like it, but I can see I, why it's going to cause problems. So again, oh yeah, especially when you start getting into how else they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. They're going to well, start using it for uh, politically. Well, and just just on a, as a music as a business scale, let's. I, I mean, Taylor Swift is out there making billions of dollars. Yeah. 
Why will you need a Taylor Swift if you can get one out? If you get one album that's successful, just one, the first album that's successful, and you can voice print it and then hire songwriters for $800 a song. Yeah. And print her voice. Why would you, why would you pay her millions or billions? Yeah. It's going to get sticky after a while, man. That's what I mean is, is like, where's the line? You're, I guarantee you, as, as sure as this book is hard, you know, as sure as that book is a hardcover, there will be new deals being written if they're not already being written by the record companies that are still in existence saying anything we put out, we own the digital rights to in perpetuity. I guarantee that's going on. And they'll take those digital rights and they'll make new songs out of it. I, again, I just worry about the negative. <clears throat> I worry about, again, you can make somebody, uh, you can have Donald Trump saying, I hate black people. Yeah, well, yeah. You can have Kennedy saying, all Democrats suck ass and you know I hope they all die. And it's going to sound like he said it. And yeah. We're going to believe that shit. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Did it? I mean, it, dude, it's it's definitely scary. Donald Trump says racist things. AI. I'm just seeing if there if there's already Donald Trump's always been. Boy, there's a whole lot of comes up on Donald Trump is racist, but <laughs> well, of course, none of it is AI. <laughs> I was just gonna play if there was already some out there. But there's like Donald Trump songs too, like Donald Trump singing Metallica. I uh, I just sent you the link to the Ozzy thing. Okay, I'll, let me. I'll find it here in a second. Have That's you heard Jake. some of these Donald Trump sings Metallica? I have not. <laughs> Let's get some of that going <laughs> while I pull up this other link. Donald Trump sings Metallica. Would you like Enter Sandman or Master of Puppets? Ah, it's all good. All right, let's go with some Enter Sandman. There you go. Thank you very much, everybody. The Sandman. <laughs> My wife asked me, why the Sandman? Just tell me. Our first lady. I said, because when Enter Sandman filled the arena, fans went crazy. When you hear the music, you'll understand exactly why I say that. Are you ready? Are you ready? Say your prayers. One. Don't forget. My son. To include everyone on. Oh! Tuck you in. Warm within. Keep you free. From sin. Till the Sandman. He comes. Oh. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. Good thing you Till blow tight, folks. Fashion. Light. Enter night. Take my hand. We're off to never, never land. <laughs> yeah, but see, that one's a little different. That one's a yeah. guy with too much time on her hands sitting around yeah. the corner. I'm going to go through every clip of Donald Trump. Ever. Any, <laughs> any clip that he's ever had, ever. I'm going to make that song. How long that do you think it took that guy? How long do you think it took that guy to do that? 
I guarantee you that guy was like me. He lost a leg or something like that. Had nothing better to do for an entire year. <laughs> That's just all right. Here's the uh, this is. I'm gonna give Jake a, a two thumbs up on this. This is a shining star. This is Ozzy doing. You're still the one. Is absolutely. It might be the best one to date. Let's see here. Let's see. Here we go. Here's Ozzy doing Shania Twain. <laughs> the prince of darkness folks <laughs> that's the greatest <laughs> thing ever <laughs> it's so so fucking good <laughs> <clears throat> I, yeah. I kind of like it i kind of like seeing them do stuff like that i dude i i i've been saying this for months i know it's the death of the industry that i love the most and i don't care <laughs> i i love it i can watch this stuff all day and night just seeing crazy crazy mashups you know seeing cannibal corpse doing i'll be by edwin mccain or something that's hilarious to me you know i mean it, it's crazy look at the presidents play video games ai videos the presidents play video games i'll look it up i'm not familiar with that one what a way to make pop music listenable there you go Let's see here. President. Ozzy did an entire album, Taylor Swift. I might like it. Presidents play video games. Um, Nothing coming up. It is, but they're all really long. They're all like four hours and 30 minutes and stuff. Well, we can play that and walk away. <laughs> we'll see. Later. We'll talk to you Monday. Let's see what this is. Presidents play. Where's me a good game? Presidents play Wii Sports. All right. We're going into this one blind, folks, because I'm not familiar with this at all, but let's see. Oh, my God. I love this game. I got to say, Joe, I wasn't expecting you to actually pick a good game to play. Yeah, well, not just any game. I want to play bowling. Say less. Yeah, man, <laughs> I used to rock at that game when I played with my sons on the Wii. Was that before or after Hunter became a crackhead? Oh, damn you, Donald. All right, let me register myself in. <laughs> Holy shit, you're a lefty, Brock? Yeah, he used to always get ink on his hand when signing documents. I'm sorry to hear that, Brock, all lefties go to hell. Oh, screw you, Donald. All right, let's get this shit on the road. Let's see what I can do here. Damn it. 
Oh, wait, nine actually isn't that bad. That's respectable. <laughs> I'll take a spare. Imagine getting a spare. Couldn't be me. Oh, piss off, Donald. Let's see you get a strike then. All right, say less, but I just got to do this first. You got to do what now? Hey, Brock, check this out. Very funny, Don. It's just so amusing how they jump and spin around. Don, what the hell are you doing? I need to perfect my shot. Holy shit, it's not that deep. Something someone who never played Wii Sports Bowling would say. You're such a prick, Donald. Okay, that's good. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, imagine getting a spare my ass. All right, I guess we'll take that. There's no way I don't get a strike, and Joe does. I don't know, Donnie. I'd say I'm pretty decent at this game. All right, Sleepy Joe, let's see it then. I have a feeling Don's about to eat his words in a few seconds. I would never eat my words. That must be one of the few things you wouldn't eat then. Strike! Damn it. Eat your words, dipshit. No. Oh, shut up, Brock. Let's see what you do here. <laughs> That's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be watching that all night tonight. Yeah, now we gotta get four hours of entertainment when I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a lot of different games that they there's play, tons really? of them there's dude there's there's tons of hours here there's um let's Jay, see. what the hell do you do do you have time to do all this uh, you must God, there's presidents road, huh? that presidents play Wii sports that we were just watching 35 minutes presidents play horror games four hours and 26 minutes <laughs> Presidents play Bigfoot, two hours and nine minutes. Presidents play Minecraft, four oh, hours and 30 minutes. I'm a Minecraft fan. Yeah. Want to see some of that? Let's see what they're building in Minecraft. All right, let's see what we got here. This goes into what you were saying about you could have these presidents saying anything, though. Yeah. Good Lord. All right, here we go. Presidents play Minecraft. Yo, Obama, want to hop on Minecraft right now? I got a few hours away from Melania. Sure, homie, let me just text Joe. No, stop, don't text Joe. Too late. Shit. Okay, so who's going to buy the realm? Not me. I bought the realm last time. What's a realm? Oh, my fucking God, this is what I was talking about, Obama. I guess I'll have to buy the realm. It's not like it will hurt my $8 billion fortune. Maybe this realm will help start your seventh bankruptcy. Shut the fuck up, Biden. You don't even know how to count. Guys, can we just load up the realm? Okay, I bought it. Let's hop in. All right, I'll start mining. Obama, can you get us some logs to build the house? Sure, but what will Joe do? Yeah, I can help. Uh, I guess you can go find us a village or something. Okay, I'll start looking. All right, I got us a couple stacks of iron. I'll start making some armor. Okay, I'm just finishing up the base. Just got to fill in one more wall. <laughs> Guys, I found the village. Holy shit. Finally, you do something useful for once. What are the cords? The what? Oh, my fucking God. Joe hit F3. Holy shit, are these hieroglyphs? I'm just going to top to him. No, don't we promise we wouldn't cheat this time. There's no way he's going to be able to find the coordinates. Joe, do you see the X, Y, and Z? Tell us those numbers. Uh... Oh, I see them. The coordinates are 14,671 and 3,700. All right, I'm going to check it out. Obama, finish up the base. Got you, homie. <laughs> I wonder why this village... Got you, homie. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Rick is right. When I go to the bathroom, man, I'm going to be... I'm going to sit there for hours. Uh, that's what I'm saying. These are... Uh, I'll be watching these. Uh, wow. Wow. All right, there we go. How can you hate mashups like that? That's the greatest stuff ever right there. Well, Jim just is Jim. He doesn't like anything unless it's from 1970 and a band named Deep Purple. You know what's amazing is that there's so many people out there that are so damn creative and like good at stuff, mm -hmm. and yet they have nothing better to do than sit around in their house yeah. and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Like If they put that kind of creativity to good use, they'd be like millionaires. Yeah. Yeah, but it's easier to stay at home. 
like some of these dumb criminals. Some of them are really, really smart criminals, and they just don't do anything productive with it. Right. Well, yeah. Well, dude, that leads that leads to our other video. Do you want to go to that, or you want to play a break first? I think I'll play a break first. I'm gonna play that. Please. Okay, play a break, and then I'll and then we'll get the one that I sent you last night that just fucking made us both shake our head. Yeah, this this person is ridiculous. So. All right, <laughs> we'll be back in uh, just a couple minutes. Hang on. All right, cool. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Hey, welcome back. Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken. Yes, sir. Seth and Chris Show. That's what we need to rename it. Just put the fucking thing up there. Change it, please. <laughs> it's good just being the Seth Williams Show. I got my own I got my own show with my own name on it. Yeah, but you know. <clears throat> I don't I'm not I'm not greedy. I am. Hi. Right, well, that's then you could be the Seth Williams show. It's well, fine. To be, you know, we change it. Anyway. Be Seth and the fat guy for all I care. I really don't give a shit. You know, it's good. Two fat, the two fat guys show. The fat guys show. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes past and present. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of past and present, um, I sent you this video last night, and it's. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it is a combination of 
hysterical and very, very tragic and sad. It's very, yeah, the first thing I thought of was sad and tragic, and then I laughed at it. But it really is pathetic, sad, tragic, and it shows what this uh, generation, what this country's headed for. Yeah. This is going to be the leader at some point, a leader in this country. Yeah, our our future president right here. Could be, potentially. <laughs> so would you like to set this up, or do you want to just play it cold? Well, I mean, I, we kind of set it up a little bit. I mean, yeah. this is a moron who eventually will be an adult. and, and, and Is an adult. Is in her first job. This is frightening. And it, this, is, this is what we're up against, people. This is why you should be happy that you're almost dead. And it's not... The Staples girl. No, she's cute though. Yeah, I don't know how old she is. It's it's got to be twenty-two, maybe. 22, okay, I, hope, I hope that's right. I hope she's not like sixteen or something like that. Because I thought no. she's cute too. Yeah, <clears throat> she's got to be like twenty-two, twenty-three. Sixteen. It's a nine-to-five job that she's going to. Oh, okay, yeah. She's, she's got to be at least out of, out of school. Yeah, at least out of school, and and said something about her college too. So I'm thinking she's out of so college. At least eighteen. We're safe to call her hot. All right. Yeah, and I'm thinking out of college. I'm thinking 22 to 25. All right. But this is this is what we're in for, folks. Here we go. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first 9 to 5 job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, fucking duh! If I was able to walk to work, and it, it'd be fine, but I'm not, so it literally takes me, like, I leave here, like, I get on the train at 7.30, and I don't get home till like, 6.15 earliest, and then, like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I want to shower eat my dinner and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like that's out the window. Like I'm so upset. Oh my God. Nothing to do with my job at all, but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office nine to five, like if it was remote, you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine. But like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home. And like, like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and i know it could be worse i know i could be working longer but like i literally get off it's pitch black like i don't have energy how do you have friends like how do you have time to like meet like a guy i don't know like how do you have time for like dating like i don't have time for anything and i'm like so stressed out and i'm also getting my period so that's why i'm all emotional but like am i so dramatic it's fine is she so dramatic? <laughs> Can't tell. <laughs> Look, I, I got the cure for her. I mean, OnlyFans. Yeah. I mean, just get an OnlyFans page. You can, yeah. you can work from home, and you'll be all right. Work whenever you want. Just Absolutely. Yeah. I, I. Where do you even start with this? I don't know. <laughs> a, I think she's totally real. I don't think this is an no, actor. Does she think that her parents and her parents' parents and her parents' parents' parents just were zombies that just worked and and slept and had no life? This this cocoon of convenience that that our generation has raised these kids into is absolutely scary. They expect who in their right mind 
that's our age would would be hard. She doesn't even have a long commute as far as I'm concerned. No. She gets off at 5. She gets home at 6.15. You know what? That's every day that I ever worked in downtown Cleveland. That yeah. was every day I worked in downtown living in Twinsburg. Took me roughly an hour to get home. Every single, and if there was traffic jam or whatever, it could be an hour and a half, two hours. Well, that was that's part of the game. One, you don't have to work there wherever she's yeah. working. You can find a job closer to your home. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, some of the I'm working technically like three jobs right now at least. Yeah, and and you count this four, but like when I go downtown now, I'm paying. I'm paying. Last night I paid fifteen dollars to go downtown for something I had to go to. Yeah. Paid seven dollars again today. Paid seven dollars earlier on this week. I'm paying to go to work. Yeah. It you, I mean, it happens. Welcome to the real world. Yeah. This cocoon that you've lived in that's been all so everything's brought to you and you know, working remotely and all that, that's nonsense. But the shitty part is is that that's the reality of the situation now. It's that is what I think a lot of people are like. I don't think she's abnormal. I, I don't I either. No, she's she is absolutely what this generation is. Yeah. I mean, I, I know kids that literally have a, a one-day-a-week job, and they complain, oh, my God, I can't believe i got to go to work today. Mm-hmm. You work for, like, four or five hours a week. Yeah. What the hell are you complaining about? Look, there, there's people that complain that their DoorDash doesn't pay them enough when they DoorDash. First of all, and you're out there in that world, so you can you can say this better than I can. There's 10 million people DoorDashing. <laughs> yeah. When you go into a restaurant now, and be honest, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, because I don't go into restaurants, but when you go in to pick up an order, there's 10 other people waiting to pick up an order, too. Oh, yeah. They're they're all over the place. There's more people door dashing than are sitting in that restaurant. A lot of times, yes. And I'll tell you what, and they are all different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Everybody from people like me to people that are like... Look like they're grandma and grandpas. Like they're, sure. they're older and they're just doing it to to get by or add extra income. Or they're kids that are you know, home from college or whatever. It's every age group that is door dashing. And it's crazy. And you're right. When you walk into some of these restaurants, there's more dashers there than our customers. Yeah. Well, DoorDash has become the new Walmart greeter. Yeah. For years that was always the well, I'm getting old, I'm gonna be a Walmart greeter. You know, I'm going to I'm going to settle down. I'm going to be a Walmart creator. Well, now, the, you know, people are like, well, that's that's hard. I could sit. I could drive around, listen to music, get out the car once a once or twice a half hour. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to like tell people because um, I don't want more people doing it. Yeah. But work part time doing that mm-hmm. and make more than you would it sometimes at a full time job. <sighs> My daughter does it full time. Yeah. My daughter's a full-time DoorDash person and she makes she makes her mortgage and it's a mortgage, not a rent. She makes her mortgage and her car payment, her electric bill and her gas bill and her sewer bill and all their all her bills. And that's all she's doing is DoorDash. If, if, if Heather and I wanted a new SUV right now, mm-hmm. we could get one and then in one week pay that monthly car payment. Yeah. One week of mm-hmm. just dashing. Yeah, just running around, <clears throat> dropping off fucking $30 Big Macs. That's it. 
<laughs> and what's crazy about it, the people that actually pay that kind of money to get the food. But mm-hmm. uh, regardless, the, the point is this broad is crazy. I mean, this, but these are the kids that are being raised today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who's raising them because I know around here we certainly don't teach our daughter that kind of attitude when it comes to work. Get your ass up, go to work. Quit complaining about it. Yeah. I mean, that's. And in today's world, putting this out on the online is even worse. What are you doing? Not only is she complaining about it, but now her boss can see it. Right. Now her, her boss, her boss at this alleged new job, can see what a fragile flower he hired. Probably get rid of her. Don't you think? Absolutely. I but, would. But here again, we come into the, the problem of what is going on in the country today. And I know that there's certain people out there that aren't going to like uh, hearing this, but that is the left. Mm-hmm. The left has now created a culture where you can't get mad at somebody. You can't talk down to somebody because you're going to hurt their feelings. Yeah. And then they're going to sue you or they're going to be upset and they're going to cause a, a, a ruckus. They're going to say something. They're going to go online and say how terrible you are. They're going to try to cancel you. They're going to do whatever they can yeah. because... You tried to say enough is enough. Quit acting like an ass. Get up and do your job. Yeah, I could tell you can't do that anymore. No, look in the handbook that I had to read and sign when I got hired for one of my other jobs. I was told that if I dress like a woman, I'm allowed to come in and dress like a woman, and nobody's allowed to say anything to me. Nobody can make fun of me. Nobody can talk down to me. If there's a problem with that, then I can go to uh, numerous different outlets that they have now to complain. I can do whatever I want. Look, I'm missing a leg. I can do whatever the hell I want now anyways. I mean, that's what it comes down to. If they try to stop me from doing what I want to do, they're afraid. And that's the culture that we've created in this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know if I owned a business and this girl showed up at my business and I got wind of this video, I would immediately be looking for a reason to can her. Of course. I'd be like, she's going to be a problem. She's going to be, if she's first week complaining about her commute, what is she going to do when I give her a hard job with a short deadline? Gone. See ya. Well, or she's going to file a complaint against me for not, not treating her fairly, not giving her f- fair treatment. I should have known that this job needed two people to do it, and, and you stuck it with me. You, it's because you're a bigot. That's you don't you hate women. That's why you did that to me. I'd be looking to get out from under this one as fast as I could. I'd be looking to get under this one too. But uh, yeah, but, I was gonna say, <laughs> I I the same thing goes with these college campuses though too. You can't do anything to these kids. Mm-hmm. You can't tell these kids that hey, look, protesting against Israel who was attacked and their babies were you know, decapitated and people were burned to death. You can't go out there and, and protest like this. You mm-hmm. can shout down a Republican because apparently Republicans have thicker skin. You can shout them down and, and make sure that their events are canceled, but you can't. You, know, you can go protest whatever you want to do. You can say whatever you want to say. They can't they have no control over the kids of this generation. In the workplace, college campuses, they have no control over these kids. Yeah. I see videos all the time on TikTok of high school kids. They're talking shit to their teachers saying, you can't call me by that pronoun. Yeah. I don't go by he or she. I go by Z or Zer. I don't even know what the hell a Z or Zer is. But they're yelling at their teachers that they can't talk to them that way by using the pronoun that they are assigned to. We, 
we've created an unreal, unbelievable culture in this society that I, I never thought I'd see. It's a non-earned entitlement. Of course it is. Is what it is. I mean, there's, there's always been, you know, upper class people that expected a certain amount. Of, and, and that doesn't mean that they always got it either, but they always like rich people or celebrities. And you know this, dude, from, from doing MMS for all the years. And, and from, I'm sure, TAM, too. When a celebrity came in, you rarely, and I mean very rarely, could you just walk up to a celebrity and be like, hey, man, what's up? You couldn't do that. And I was always like, you know, you would get the speech beforehand. I uh, just want to tell you that Megan Fox is going to be in the hall. She's going to be in from 2 o'clock till 2.15. Make sure you don't look her directly in the eye. Don't oh, yeah. bump into her. Under no circumstances, put your hands anywhere near. I remember those speeches. Oh, yeah. You know, you get all those speeches because for what? Because they're famous. And no other reason, just because they're famous. But now we've, at least when they were famous, they had done something to earn that Yes. Not that I'm for it. I certainly still think there's still people and they shouldn't get that. But at least on the most basic scale, they had done something that most people had not done to earn that. This girl here has done nothing. Nothing. And well, everybody, she ex- everybody with a phone now thinks that there's somebody. Yeah. And, and this, this dope here thinks that they should change her job so that she doesn't have to commute to it. That's really what she's saying. I got to try I, it. I do. I'm going to try it. Just try not just to complain all the time instead of. I'm going to go to the radio station and say, hey, look, I really don't like the, uh, the commute. And, you know, it's awfully tough for me to put a leg on when I get in the car, out of the car, all this kind of stuff. So I think that you, you should put a board in my studio or in my home studio, and I should be able to run the show from home. Why stop there? Why not to why not tell them that Bob should have to do at least an hour of corn every day too? Right. Because so. that's what you want to listen to. You don't want to listen to three hours of political talk. You want two hours of political talk and one hour of uh 90s metal. And you should get that because you're entitled to that. That's exactly what this dummy is saying. Yeah, I, I <laughs> But again, I think there's a whole culture of these dummies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alone. No, she's probably in the majority. Ages probably 18 to 30, they all think this way, or 90% of them. I don't say all. Whose fault is it? Ours. Whose? Ours? Ours. Certainly isn't mine. I didn't say anything. Ours as a generation, it's our fault. We're, our generation are the ones that didn't that when our kids fucked up at school went in and went after the teachers didn't didn't get on our kids for when they screwed up that's our generation that did that our generation were the ones that were the teachers that accepted the disrespect and didn't throw these kids right the fuck out of the class or give them a swat or any of that stuff our generation let all this nonsense in the door with emotions having more substance than, you know, factual than facts, facts under feelings. You know, that's our generation that accepted that. This is just the byproduct of it, dude. 
If you raise tomatoes only and and they're planted in shit instead of dirt, they're probably not going to taste as good. <laughs> These are the shit-grown tomatoes. But it's our fault for putting the shit and planting the seeds. But I don't understand because our generation wasn't raised like that. We weren't raised to, to be a-holes. But you're saying that we... Uh... Our generation, not me and you. Again, you got to take it away from me and you and you got to look as a whole. Forget you, you personally, and just look at your, how old's your daughter, 17? 16. 16. Look at all your friends that have kids roughly that same age, okay? I'll give you one thing to look at. How many of them are as much their kid's friend as their parent? A lot of them, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. When... I, I love my mom. I loved my dad. I can tell you there was never a time I thought either of them was my buddy. Never was a time. There was never a time I could go out and do something with my dad. I, I, I could go out with my dad. True story. Went out with my dad to, uh, to the Browns-Jets um, football game, uh, playoff game back in the 80s, whenever it was. Yeah. We both got arrested for fighting. <laughs> we we got into a fight with the um with the Jets fans and we got put in the that was at the old stadium I believe and we got put in the um yeah. the the underground jail there until the game was over. Now we both were doing it. Now you would think that would be a moment that me and my dad could bond, right? right. Of course. I yeah. went home and proceeded to get grounded for fighting <laughs> because. It was one thing that I was doing it. It was another thing that I thought I could do it because he was. And that was never accepted. He wasn't my buddy. He was my dad. And that's the difference. We spent more time saying, oh, you know, let's let's do the same things that our kids. That's why all the movies are so shit now. Because they don't make movies for adults anymore. They try to make movies like these Iron Man movies and Batman and Aquaman and all this shit that will appeal to everybody so that mom and kid can go together. And, you know, dad and dad and daughter can go to Barbie or to Transformers or to, you know, there's the, the concept... Do you remember, and you might not be old enough to remember this, but I do. Do you remember when there was times when your parents would say, we're getting a babysitter with you for you Friday night because we're going to do adult things. And it would be like going to see The Godfather right. or going to see movies right. that were not for the kids. Yes. That was a thing. That's not a thing anymore. You're right. We spoiled these kids by making them think they're equal to us. And see, I, I will say that you know there are. I, I think we, myself and my wife, could be guilty of that kind of thing as well. Sometimes of trying to be her friend. Sure. And I specifically, probably more so than my wife, and nothing against her, she does a great job. But I will sometimes pull back and say, "All right, I'm done being your friend. Yeah, quit, quit fucking up. Quit being an ass." Mm -hmm. And then I feel bad because, you know, again, we have a generation of kids that doesn't want to, their feelings hurt. But I do have to separate myself from being, I'm your friend. To, yeah. I'm your damn dad. 
Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, you're not going to like it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, dude, I you screw up, and I'm going to have to tell you that you screw up. I have adult kids, and my adult kids. I mean, I get along great with my kids. I really do. But they know I'm still dad first. They know not to just be like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" There's none of that going on. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, uh, Jamal Bowman. Yeah. uh, The male part of the squad. Okay. Has been charged criminally. After Four. blowing the fire alarm in the uh, in the building, good. Back on September thirtieth. Let's hope he gets some January sixth time. He will twenty two years yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he'll get. This is a. Uh, he'll get a stern warning. This this is a, a thing to shut people up, but no, he'll get a, a stern warning. But he has been charged, so that's good. Uh, the school sat there and taught false realities to kids, and it is the parents' fault for continuing the BS. They True. were never taught how to fail. Schools are failing our children, and schools have now all of a sudden decided it's their job to raise kids. Mm-hmm. It's but their but job you can't to only... ideology, not just facts. Yeah, but you can't only blame the schools, dude. Okay, you can blame them to an extent. To an but... extent, but to an equal extent, you got to blame the parents too. The parents went right along with the oh, this would be great if my if my baby gets a trophy for showing up. I, I get that, but I will also say that, and I, I don't want to. That's why I said it's a generational my, problem. I talk about my own my own kid in certain circumstances here, but there are things that she believes in that certainly were not taught in this household. Sure, of course, and they're taught somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it's online or school. Those are really the only two ways to go about it. Yeah, and so. But she should have her own thoughts. And I agree with that. I think she definitely should have her own thoughts. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But the You're moral purpose her... seems to be directed in a certain direction and not by us. But you're giving her a sound. You personally are giving your daughter a sound foundation from which to kind of build from. What yeah. she does with that is the same as what we did with that. I can promise you. My mom and dad were not telling me, hey, as soon as you get to Korea, go start knocking out cab drivers over $3 fares. I can promise you that is shit that they were appalled that I was doing. You are correct. And so I, I understand you know, that. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, everybody, you know, my parents didn't teach me to do some of the stupid ass things yeah. that I did as a kid, too. <laughs> so I get that. But what I'm saying is, I truly believe when you look at the what's going on in colleges today and you look at what's going on again in high schools today that the teachers definitely have more of an effect i think than they did when we were younger i mean look i went to a religious high school a and so one of the classes was to teach religion Mm -hmm. but in the other classes that i had i learned about poe i learned about chaucer i learned about math i learned about science i learned about history mm-hmm. and those things were taught to me as factual things sure the ideology was left to a different class altogether and that was theology at the time yeah mm-hmm. but i think that same in schools and public schools today they're teaching more of an ideology than they are the facts and figures that they should be taught and well that's and, why and- when you go to a campus like any of these stupid colleges i mean harvard of all places harvard i mean they're blatantly anti-Semitic and they're showing it and they don't care that they're showing it. Yeah. There's no consequence. There's none. And there's no consequences when 
you go to a school in California or something like that. And again, you use a Charlie Kirk or something like that. They go mm-hmm. to have a speech to kids that do believe in what they believe in. And they're shot down. They're kicked out of the school. Yeah. They're yelled at. They're screamed at and, and threatened with violence. And those kind of places are indoctrinating these children. Sure. And even in college, they're still children. Mm-hmm. I agree. Dude, there was, I said this on um, Chris Aker Presents on Monday, but I'll say it again here. I'm not as sold as everybody else that bullying is 100% a bad thing. <laughs> I'm not. And I know that's radical speech in today's world. But when we were, and I hate to be this guy. I hate to be the old guy in the room. When I was growing up, you know, I hate being that guy. But we knew how far we could test the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. We knew that if you said this, you could probably get away with it. But if you said just a little bit more, you're getting a punch in your mouth. You know, you're getting that guy's friends are going to kick your ass. You know, you're going to go out to the parking lot and catch a ball bat to the kneecap. You know, and I'm not saying that that's right necessarily, but I am going to say it made us know reality. We had a firm grasp on reality. There was never this thought that, well, I can just talk shit all day long and nobody will do anything about it. I can shout down people like when you see these these guys in the streets and they are shouting down cops and spitting in their face and all that other stuff. What would have happened if you tried to shout down even the biggest pussy in your high school? If you would have tried to shout him down and spit in his face, you would have got a fist. Yes? Oh, yeah. Not today. No. Today, you'll get a stern warning and uh, probably expelled for, um, for bullying because you struck back. And the other person will get nothing. <clears throat> a lot of people are agreeing with Gunner here. The problem is that many parents in the last 30 years never matured themselves. It's true. Be mature parents or not. And that goes back to what I was saying about the movies. All the movies... All the all the stuff that you do now, it's not parent doing something with their kid. It's two friends going out that one just happens to be, you know, the mom and one happens to be the, the daughter or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a thousand percent in agreement with it. It's it's a generational thing. It's not it's I don't I don't want to only blame the schools because that's a cop out. To say that it's only the schools forgives the rest of the problem, forgives us. And we shouldn't forgive ourselves. We should take that blame. It may not be the entire problem, but it's a big problem. It is. When it came to COVID, you had teachers union and and, and telling they they decided basically that these kids needed to get these shots and wear these masks Mm -hmm. and everything else when they knew that kids weren't really susceptible to dying when they got yeah. they weren't even getting a lot of symptoms when it came to COVID mm-hmm. I mean I think the schools uh, in this education system that we have to definitely have more say so than they should about raising children they're not the babysitters like Natalie says they're supposed to teach children yeah they're not babysitters and I understand not- that there's a lot of families that aren't together anymore there's a lot of kids that don't have a good structure at home but still they it's not your job. No, 
But I mean, dude, look at how prevalent it is, and we don't even talk about it hardly. That fucking Simone Biles, she literally quit on the Olympics. Because why? Because she felt pressure. <laughs> yeah. You're in the Olympics. <laughs> there, there, there's nothing but pressure. That's part of being in the Olympics, right? Yeah, there's, there's pressure every day. And, no matter what you do, there's yeah. pressure. <laughs> but in the Olympics, you've put yourself in a position of the utmost scrutiny. And but here, follow my follow my where I'm going with this. Yeah, she was kind of ridiculed when she quit, but she's already been allowed to come back. What if Carl Carl Lewis couldn't run anymore because he sang poorly on the national anthem? Once Carl Lewis sang the national anthem badly, then he was like an outcast. Simone Biles is already back doing Olympic type stuff again. Look at Kevin Love. Kevin Love had the same kind of thing where he was yeah. at panic or whatever it was, anxiety and this kind of thing. Then he stopped playing basketball and then he yeah. comes back and plays basketball. And everybody, you know, everybody, everybody's a bunch of yeah. Oh, but what did that? What was the reaction, to Kevin? Oh, he's so brave. He's so you know what? You know what the brave thing would have been? Quit. <laughs> if you can't handle it, twenty-five million a year, then stop. Just stop doing it. I look at up I look at this society today the same as I look at Co Kurt Cobain. This this quitter society, this coward society, it's the same as Cobain blowing his head off. Okay, you know he didn't blow his head. You got to pick somebody different. He didn't kill himself. He totally. Well, I, I like guess if, he didn't kill himself. I guess if you want, I'm not going to say who because then we're liable. But. Um, Are we really anybody? We can't give opinions on the show. Probably not. But anybody that has committed suicide, I'll put it that way, is the suicide of yesterday is that I need a sp safe space today. I passed an RTA bus when I was driving the other day. Yeah. And it says this bus isn't a safe space. <laughs> I swear to God. I took a picture of it. It said it is or it is not. It is a safe space. Oh, well, that's good. Safe space for who? I was going to ask. I don't know who the safe space is for. Well, how, are, how are they establishing that as a safe space? I don't know. There was a big, giant yellow sign on the side of it. Because I promise you. Look, it's a legit triangle sign. It says, this bus is a safe space. It was an RTA? Yeah. I promise you, if you're throwing throwing any kind of hands or something in the back of that bus, that bus driver is not pulling over and throwing you off the bus. He's going to call somebody, and he's going to keep right on driving. The RTA guy, I mean, to, in order to have a safe space, in order to have a legitimate safe space, you have to have somebody in charge. And I promise you, it's not a $10 an hour RTA driver. I don't know. It's just not. <laughs> I, I, again, we, we're raising a bunch of uh, sissy kind of kids. Yeah, that won't like this joke. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I heard Metallica say that on on us on stage one night. They they did something like uh people always wonder wonder what color Kurt Cobain's eyes were. And I always said they were blue. One blue that way and one blue that way. <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh I got in trouble one time. Well, one of the times I got in trouble on MMS. Yeah. Remember Lisa Left Eye Lopez? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she died in a, like a car accident. Mm-hmm. 
And when I like found out that she had died, and it was like at that moment, sure, and I went on the air, and I said, "Yeah, I just want to report that Lisa Left Eye Lopez was in a car accident, um, found dead. Her right eye was on the dashboard." <laughs> <laughs> And I got yelled at. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. I got, I got, since we're telling these horrible stories, <laughs> one of, one of the, um, one of the times that we had that Oedipus guy, the, the, um, what do they call them? Consultants. Yeah. In over at 92, they had us do a song intro. So they had, they had us each pick a song and do a song intro. Yeah. And, so my song was, um, I don't know, um, Rape Me or something from Nirvana, <laughs> whatever it was. And I, and I said, I, I came out of my thong and I was like, yeah, that was, that was Three Days Grace and blah, blah, blah. And you need to be listening to other stations like you need a hole in your head. Here's Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. The room was hard because, you know, it's all, it's all the DJs sitting right. around and station management and everything. And I didn't care. I just was like, I don't care. I don't want to be here. And everybody was just horrified with me, except the Oedipus guy who laughed and said, nice. that's pretty good. He's like, people remember that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can't get away with that kind of stuff now, though. Oh, no. Now you you'd be. Tell these kind of jokes now, people get really offended. Yeah, really now you'd upset. be suspended. You'd be suspended from any radio station. Yeah. I told my daughter the Lisa Left Eye Lopez thing. And she's like, "How could you say that? That's awful." Because like, it was funny at the time. It was. It is funny. We made fun of death. That's what we did. We always did. We still do. I, I don't. Really, it doesn't bother me when people make fun of me. People make fun of my leg and stuff all the yeah. time. I don't, although it was a cute thing the other day. We got Tony Masashi coming up. It's a mm -hmm. quick break. We got Tony. The other day, I walked into a restaurant, and. There's a little boy with his dad sitting there. And little boy, I mean, you know, these kids, they don't know what the hell's going yeah. on. I mean, he, and he said it as loud as he could possibly say in the middle of this restaurant. He goes, Dad, why does that guy have a robot leg? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, hey, man, it's a, not only a robot leg, it's a Superman robot leg. That's right. And you know, <laughs> it, was, it was cool to be able to interact with the kid and explain the, yeah. what it was. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, it. I I've made burn jokes since the second I woke up out of the coma. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just it's it's how I cope with it, and I think it's how most people cope with it with their whatever their hardest things oh, are. Is they don't cry about it. Yeah. Oh, poor me! I got burned. Oh. Look, man, I'll tell you what. The first uh, maybe month or two that I was home, there were some dark times. Of course, because you're sitting there by yourself, going, "Oh my God, what am I going to do?" The rest mm -hmm. of my life, it'd be like this, and then you just kind of. Get on, but I don't think that this society is prepared for stuff. No, anymore. This generation that we're raising now, I don't think they're prepared like we were. No, we they're are. not. Man, well, they don't deal with adversity. We just saw that girl; she's yeah. losing her mind because it takes her an hour to get home. They have no idea what adversity is. She's no, crying no worse than you did about your leg. Oh yeah, about her job. Her yeah, commute. about 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 that extra hour that she has to go from six from five to six to get home. Speaking about of somebody who bitches about his life all the time because he's got a terrible one, um, we'll go to Tony Masashu in about a minute. All right. All right. Hang on. All right.
There's no place like home. And whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. When you want to have fun in Pennsylvania, there's only one place to go. Pinball PA. Located near the Pittsburgh airport, we have over 420 classic pinball machines and arcade games that you can play. Admission starts at only $24.99. Want to have a party? Well, there's no better place than Pinball PA. Visit our website today at www.pinballpa.com to get more information or to book your next small or large party. Pinball PA. It's where the action is. I love that. Pole position, <laughs> dig dug there. Good stuff. Well, come on back, man, whenever you want. Actually, my, uh, we were talking about like a overnight stay that we might take in a couple weeks, maybe go to Pittsburgh and no. or why, just close. And Doors open. You need something to do. Joe uh, wants so can down even play pinball with his bad hand. Um. Well, the plunger would be on the right side, so I think so, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to Tony Masaccio. I have no idea where the hell he's at. Okay. I don't even know if he's listening. I, I see a beautiful-looking piece of gyro meat that I wouldn't mind just eating right there off that, that spit. Meat, it looked like a piece that's of... Gy- that's gyro meat. All right, because I was looking at it. I was like, is that a, like, a closet with like clothes hanging out? Yeah. <laughs> Tony, a... how are you? How are you guys? That's exactly what this is. It is gyro meat. I am here live at Nico's, which is in North Royalton by 130th and Royalton Road. And does that look delicious? Yes, Seth, it I does. I got to ask a question. Seth, have you ever had a gyro or a gyro? Yes, I have. All but, right. I love oh, it. He's boy. eating something. Fantastic. I, I don't have it with onions, tomatoes, or cucumbers. I just get it with meat and sauce. That's it. Yeah, too much. All right, let me just show you guys. Here's their line right here. I have a Greek salad that is sitting in front of me. Does this look wonderful? Oh, my God. Where is this, Tony? What is it? It's it's called Nico's, which is in North Royalton, and it's located on 82, around 82 and 130th. Right in the intersection of North Royalton. So I've known Nico for about 30 years. This restaurant's been open 10 years, Danielle. 10 years. We, Nico and I go back in the old days. You guys are going to remember this. Slam jams. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so he's been in the bar industry for that long. And I obviously was in the, he was one of my first margarita customers. So it's kind of crazy. Actually, I 
again, it set a place already set up for us this evening. Unfortunately, they didn't get me in. It is called Beer Wall, which is Broad New Heights, that new place, Seth, which is right by us. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to be there in two weeks. Unfortunately, the manager wasn't able to take me on. So I called Nico like last minute. I said, Nico, I need a place to talk about. I do a podcast talking about restaurants. Tony, how soon can you come in? Nice. Right. Isn't that cool? That is great. Yeah. So, now, again. Do they have a go one also? They do. Yes. They have one on Broad, in Broadview Heights on right right by your intersection. So, yeah. so it's on Broadview Road and Route 82. And all it is, it's a to-go, gyros, salads, hummus. And the cool part about this place is the hummus is made right there. It's homemade right here, right in the place. The chickpeas and the olives are on the top of it, which I already ate the calamari olives. And you have your little pita to dip it, and of course your carrots and cucumbers. And I know Seth has never had a cucumber. I've never tried hummus, so what does that taste like? Hummus is kind of like, it's a dip. Exactly, it's a, it's, it's, um, it's a, it's a blended, um, uh, I just said it. It, it's like if you took if you took like blue cheese dressing and yes. put like kind of like a bread or something in it to thicken it up some. Um, it's the it's the bean that actually makes it. Yeah, I just yeah, I just slipped my mind on the bean. Anyways, um, it's a Greek it's a Greek dish, and of course I had the Greek salad and the gyro in front of me, which is wonderful. So we have different types of gyros, a lamb and beef. They have a mini gyro, chickpea. That's what it's made out of. I'm sorry, guys, chicken gyro. Chicken club gyro. They have a spicy chicken, a smoked corned beef gyro, and a smoked corned beef Reuben. They also have a black salmon gyro, which is delicious. So, guys, here's the craziest part about it. On his menu, and it's just a small menu of sandwiches and salads and gyros, it's $13 to $16 for a sandwich that you cannot even finish. You're taking it home. Wow. Great restaurant. Yes. And of See, course, I, 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 I have been to the to go Yeah. And he also has a food pork. He has burgers. He has a porky pig, which is a food pork barbecue sauce and cheddar cheese. So I just got back from Mississippi and I love barbecue. We actually stopped at a place which was right on the Gulf of Mexico. This was a great name. Butts, butts, and more butts. I thought it was I thought it was a nightclub. I said, guys, we gotta stop in here. <laughs> My wife and I went to a restaurant in uh squat with goblins. And I was like, am I going to a strip club or what's going on? Here? That's funny. And there's actually a product that's sold out of Louisiana that's throughout Mississippi and the South. It is a spice called Slap Your Mom. I love the Southern people. You know, talking to you guys, we're just talking about, you know, what we say is so offensive nowadays, and it shouldn't be. I mean, that's a, you know, sex sells, slings sells. You know, every, it's, it's a shame. It really is. It is. I got I to tell you a great story. When I took my daughter to Walt Disney World for the first time, 
She was six years old, and you got to eat with all of the characters. So Eeyore was there, Tigger was there, Minnie and Mickey Mouse. And of course, um, Disney hires everybody. Doesn't matter color, religion, size, food. So the manager was a midget. So he came up to the table and asked how everything was. My daughter looked up to him and said, which dwarf are you? So next week, we're going to be live actually at a New Mexican restaurant, which is Kaz's. It's right on 82. And one of my new customers that sells margarita mix, they had a location in Talmadge. And I stopped in there. I didn't know that they had this new one. Um, of course, you know me. I'm always selling. So uh, they just put an order in for margarita mix. And Seth, you're eating Mexican next week. You're going to meet me. Where is it? It's right on 82 in North Royalton. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and actually, let me tell you about this place. They also have the Browns Backers on Sunday. This is the Browns Backers bar, which is packed on a Sunday morning till the end of the game. Wow. So it's really cool. I'll tell you what, that plaza has got some good food in it. Even the Chinese place over there is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And it's a nice Italian restaurant with great pizza. Mama so, Julianne's is right next door to it, too, which is, has really good food, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what do you think about our Browns, our $230 million man, huh? I wish Trib was alive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> going to stick you out there to play quarterback. Huh? <laughs> Guess what? I used to kick field goals when I was in high school, and I was a safety. So, guess what? I'd get killed out there now. 130 pounds, 145 pounds soaking wet naked with a rock in my hand. I could be the water boy. <laughs> Thanks. So, where can people hear you on Saturday? So, you can hear me on Flashpoint 1490 WERE every Saturday morning between 10 o'clock and 11 a.m. I'll be at the Beer Walk this weekend, which again is in Broadview Heights, and they're owned by Antonio's. So real quick, while I was in Mississippi, I went on a tour to see the ponds, lakes, snakes, and alligators deep in the bayou, guys. I had two guys who were actually my tour guides. They had such a hard accent and sling, I couldn't even understand them, especially when they had no teeth and they needed a dental plan. Tony Masasha reporting. In North Royalton, back to you guys in the studio. Thank you, Tony. Oh. His internet was great. His internet was great. We got to get him a lavalier. But couldn't understand him. But... We got to get him the lavalier. Got to. Because he's using the earbuds. Yeah. And he's got his hand on the side, which yeah. is making, which is why it was echoing. Oh man. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, that place is great. I had, I went to the Nico's that's up here. Like I said, I'm Broadview mm-hmm. 82. It's in a plaza where like handles ice cream and stuff. Okay. And it is really, really good. But I fucked up. Like I called to order my food. Yeah. And I accidentally ordered from the North Royalton one. Oh boy. And instead of the Broadview Heights one. <laughs> so I get up there. I'm like, yeah, where's my food? And they're just like, we don't have an order for you. <laughs> and I realized what I did. And I said, 
I called you and I made this whole fucking story up. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I talked to you. You sure you didn't call the wrong one? I know which one I called. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I did call the wrong one. Right, of course. <laughs> and they ended up giving my food for nothing and I walked out. Nice. Yeah, but I felt like shit afterwards. Didn't feel that bad. So I tipped the girl like 20 bucks. Yeah, well, you still didn't feel that bad because you, you tipped her 20, but you took 50. <laughs> no, I don't eat that much. But, I thought it was probably between you and your wife and yeah, kid. Well, probably was. <laughs> yeah, <it> was <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> I only wanted to spend 20 on my dinner, though. That's so right. I accomplished my goal. That's right. Uh, I'll tell you what, Tony's showing me that, that gyro. Now I got to have one of those for dinner. I'm telling you. That's one kind of thing that you would think that I would not have had, but I have had. But, I again, I don't have the lettuce, tomato, or onion on it. Which you might as well just eat a goat's ass because you got to have all the stuff. You know, I, I like just the meat, the sauce is tasty, and then the bread. You got to have all the stuff. You got to have the lettuce and the tomato, a little bit of onion in there, maybe some feta cheese. Ew. I didn't Feta cheese will never cross these lips. You're crazy. Never. It's the goods. What is it? What is the hell is feta cheese? It looks like crumbly crap. No way. It's good. It tastes great. Like what? What does it taste like? It's got like a little bit of a, like a, I mean, it tastes like cheese, but it's it's more of a, uh, got like a little bit of a bite to it. Not not a spicy bite, but like a. Is it pasteurized? Is it moldy? What, what the hell is it? It's, like, it's, it's a little powdery. Uh, see, like when I went to Subway, or not Subway, I went to Arby's, and I mm-hmm. asked for, you know, uh, I got a grilled chicken sandwich or whatever. And they said, yeah. And I said, with Swiss. And she says, well, do you want the uh, natural Swiss or the processed Swiss? I said, give me the processed. Because that's what I uh, Processed American, processed Swiss, that's the only kind of cheese I'm going to eat. Right. Well, I like feta. I'm, I'm all about the feta. Yeah. Rick's, Rick's got it. It's, it's... Is a gyro a sandwich? Not the way I eat them. Of course it's a sandwich. I got to eat it with a fork. There's a place, I'll give a free plug. The place I generally get my gyros from is uh, Best Gyro over in Northfield. Yeah. That place, I ain't going to lie, it is a monstrously expensive sandwich. It's like $20 a sandwich. Really? But it is, I, I think it's physically impossible to eat it. In one sitting, it's it's kind of like those places you go where they bring you a half a cow and call it a steak. Now, is it like do they have like different sizes? Yeah, they do have different sizes, but I but the, you you know they price it so that you buy the big one. You know they they'll price it so it's like seventeen dollars for the small, <laughs> eighteen for the medium, or nineteen for the large. You get the large, so you just get the large. You know, and it's like, and then you eat it over like two or three days, sometimes three days, because it's a lot, but it's a great place. That's my plug for the day. Best job. And they also sell um, corned beef over there, too. So good place. Redmond, Jake. Or Seville. Yeah, I've never, there was a place on Puritus. And it was a gyro place, nothing but gyros. And I, sure. I loved getting And they were like for real cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was like two for five bucks. Sure. So I'd get a chicken one and a beef one in it. I mean, it was really good. 
Did you used to get gyros at that little hole in the wall next to old Peabody's in the flats when you're drunk at three in the morning? Bring that up. Yes. (laughs) Me too. The the gyros in the flats, man. That was like the shit to get. Well, that that, first of all, was the only thing that was open. It was either that or chips at two or three in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. But you could go in there and God knows what they could have been making those things out of rats. And I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't care. It tasted great when I was all drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you said now is it a gyro or a hero? Depends on who you talk to. For me it's a it's a gyro. Uh, the the people that want to pretend that they're, you know, from Italy, I think they call it a gyro. That sounds good for dinner now. I'm thinking about I I'm, I'm totally going to go get one. Might have to be the generic one over at Arby's, but cuz I don't think I'm going to drive over two towns and <laughs> I'm not going to spend 50 bucks to get it from DoorDash. Why not? Because I can drive over to Arby's and get one for like $4. Hurting my business. By, you know. Yeah, but you wouldn't be delivering it. If I had a guarantee that you or my daughter was delivering it, I'd order it through DoorDash. But So with all the gyro options, what actually makes it a gyro? The meat. Well, I mean, so, but if you toss that meat It's on, the meat and the spices, because, like... If you like, toss that meat onto, like, two slices of bread, it's not going to be a gyro anymore. I think it's the... It's, it, maybe it's all-inclusive. It's got to be a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you got to have the pita bread. Yeah. Although, I, I got to I gotta say, I've been eating those things since I was a little kid, and I don't think I've ever taken that meat and put it on, like, a sandwich and called it a fucking sandwich. Are they are they healthier for you than, no, like, they're meats? They're totally bad for you. <laughs> what is it? Is it lamb? I think it's lamb, yeah. What is look up. gyro meat? Gy- gyro meat is classically made from lamb, a combo of lamb and beef or even chicken. Generously seasoned with salt, herbs, and spices, and is nothing, sor- nothing short of an impossible not-to-love flavor explosion. Wow. All right, it does say that gyros are packed with protein, so and that's good for you. Yeah, well. It contains no artificial substances and is prepared with natural spices. Uh, and it is seasoned with stuff that is anti-inflammatory. So maybe it is good for you. I'm going to eat gyros all the time now. Yeah, sure. Then you'll die. You'll lose your other leg. Well, there's no sugar in the meat. It'll be a boxing be Seth movie. The, the bread, probably. Yeah, the bread, the pita bread. Uh, for you, it probably wouldn't be unhealthy because you don't. Well, although you take off all the other stuff that is good for cleansing your system. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the no. lettuce and the tomatoes and the onions and all that—you get rid of all that shit. I mean, if it's lettuce, like if it's iceberg lettuce, I'll eat it. <laughs> you and that lettuce thing, like lettuce is a thing. If a gyro is a sandwich, so is a hot dog. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog's a sandwich. Of course it is. I've always it's thought. meat with bread. Yeah, any, anything with bread. And meat. A wrap is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hamburger is a sandwich. It's all a sandwich. Hot dog, absolutely. Subway. They're all sandwiches. Yeah, they're all sandwiches. Panera. So are tacos sandwiches. Sure. So is a hard taco. A taco is not a sandwich. What is it then? A taco. It's a sandwich. 
You don't say it's a Mexican sandwich. You say it's a taco. I think taco's the word for sandwich. <laughs> taco's not the, so not the word for sandwich. <laughs> you can try, though. I don't know. Taco actually is. Yeah, watch. If you look it up and it's a, it says Mexican for sandwich, I'm going to fucking... <laughs> I'm going to cash that in as what, even though we didn't bet on it. Uh, what does, just, just ask the question, is a taco a sandwich? Somebody already did. Well, they're saying no. Cora says no. A sandwich is made of two slices of bread. A taco is a corn tortilla. They're wrong. Well, then that would eliminate the hot dog from being a sandwich. Well, it does. It, I mean, it's, it's, Two pieces of bread, but it's just connected. Connected two pieces of bread. Well, it's, it's a so literally you could change it from being a sandwich to not being a sandwich by how you cut it. Look, I, I agree, but I, I'm not again. I just don't, I don't put a uh, taco in the same category. All right, a sandwich is defined by the dictionary as a two or more slices of bread or split roll. Having a filling in between, B, one slice of bread covered with food, or C, something resembling a sandwich, especially composite structural material consisting of layers, often in high, oh, that's like, like building stuff. Now, going by the first definition, a taco is not a sandwich because you make tacos with tortillas, not with bread. Tacos don't meet the second definition of a sandwich either because, again, no slices of bread. So they're saying... All right, but is a wrap a tortilla? Um, so then a wrap couldn't be a sandwich. I hate this language. But if you put on a fucking menu, you're going to see wraps underneath sandwiches. Yeah, that's where they put them. But if it's a tortilla, then it's not a sandwich. Well, they, they put tacos under sandwiches, too. Oh, they don't. Where do they put them? Never see a taco under tacos. Maybe they put them under sandwiches. I've never seen shrimp tacos underneath sandwiches. It'd be under entrees or something like that. It's a sandwich. I'm sticking to it's a sandwich. Is a wrap a sandwich? Yes. No, not under that definition. Sure, under that definition. A wrap is in a burrito family. A wrap, uh, something resembling a sandwich. <laughs> resembling a sandwich, but not actually a sandwich. One slice of bread covered with food. The wrap is the bread is covered with food. Okay, well then a, a burrito should be a sandwich. Yes! Not a sandwich. Taco Bell is a sandwich shop. It's not a sandwich. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I know that I try to stretch things, but that's a stretch. Come on. I'm just refusing to be wrong. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying shit at this point. I'm just saying stuff. What is a sandwich? Oh. A Good point, Jake. A torta is a sandwich served on a roll or a bun in Mexico. French bread pizza. Sandwich. <laughs> if you put two French bread pizzas together, it's a sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> One slice of bread covered with food. That's by definition. 
see if you squish them together, then like no, stuff like the two pack of you know French bread pizzas, and you put them together, that would equal a sandwich. Yeah, it's an open face sandwich. Open face sandwich. It's not an open face. Sandwich. It's a it absolutely is. So it's pizza sandwich. Then. Yes, of course. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck. <laughs> Heck, everything's a sandwich. A wrap is not made with bread or a bun or a roll. So I'm just going to say, I think that, like, breaded uh, chicken wings, sandwich. All right. Is a wrap bread? Yes. Wrap bread. Tortillas do not contain any. uh, A wrap tortilla. A wrap, on the other hand, is a soft bread made with a dough that contains yeast. Damn right. But it's not a tortilla then. So that would be qualified then as a sandwich. I'm going to say taking communion is eating a sandwich. That's what I'm saying. I'll fucking meat on, on that thing. I shouldn't <laughs> swear when I talk about taking communion. <laughs> Who cares? If you love it, you'll eat it. That's right. I'm going with taco and tortilla and burritos are not sandwiches. Uh, I'm going with chicken wings that are breaded sandwich. I guess technically it could be. <laughs> well, that would be bread with meat in it. Yes. Sandwich. <laughs> all right, what the fuck? That's all they sell at KFC. Sandwiches. You buy an eight bucket of eight sandwiches. Okay. Now you're, you're stretching. Now. <laughs> it's breaded it, and it's shit. got meat in the middle. <laughs> Is fried... Chicken, <laughs> a sandwich. You can't even look that shit up. Yeah, the internet's even looking back at you, going, "What are you stupid?" <laughs> uh, wait, here it goes. This is from Reddit. It's a piece of chicken covered in breadcrumbs that is binded together with egg and flour. Uh, so the chicken. So I don't have an answer. Is what the internet says. Chicken nuggets no, equals sliders. According to, according to the cube rule of food, mm-hmm. fried chicken would be a calzone. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just telling you. So, yes. <laughs> An Italian sandwich is what fried chicken would be. According to the cube rule of food, whatever that is, fried chicken would be a calzone. That's funny. All right, play the dog pound details since oh, John yeah, did go to the since he did go to the effort to record it. Let's play that and then we'll and wrap we'll up with that. Here. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the Browns suck and they're going to continue to suck. And four and two. Uh, once again, you will not see Deshaun Watson play for the Browns again. Saw him enough last week to win the bet. Didn't see him. Enough. He played for the other team last week. Uh, he played. He was wearing a Browns uniform. Counts. But he wasn't laying on the ground crying because of an injury. He was throwing the ball to the other team. Wearing the Browns uniform counts. Here's John Bloom Daddy Drake. What's up, guys? John Drake here with the Dog Pound details right here on the Seth Williams Show. Well, I said earlier in the season, I don't care how. I just care if. And uh, this game was definitely definitely a definition of that it was a win but it felt like a loss in a lot of ways did it It was one of those weird bronze victories you get every once in a while where you you don't feel great coming out of it but a win is a win and for the second week in a row the football gods appeared to smile on us 
uh, man, how many times have we been screwed by the refs at the end of the game? We just walk away just pissed off and thinking, oh, if the refs hadn't done this, that, and the other. And I guess we had a few of those in the bank because we sure got them back this week because uh, some pretty rough calls go against the Colts, but they were to our favor. And our Brownies are victorious 39-38 in Indianapolis. So here we are at 4-2. I think if you'd have asked Browns fans anywhere at the beginning of the season, if you would get through the first six games of the season um, at 4-2, and two, I think everyone would take it. They would, they'd be thrilled to have that record after six games. So that's where the Browns sit right now. And, um, yeah, we uh, are on to Seattle. So a West Coast road trip, a 4 o'clock game. So this ought to be interesting. And, unfortunately, the Browns find themselves mired in a quarterback problem because Deshaun Watson is still injured. And I think he's more injured than they're letting on, or at least that he's letting on to the team because either Kevin Stefanski is a complete idiot or yeah, he's more injured than we thought because this whole, you know, he gets hit one time and then Stefanski is like, nah, yank him. I mean, if he can only take one hit and you're nervous, he's, he's going to be in a world of hurt. You shouldn't have started him. So either he lied to you or you made a dumb, dumb move or something or other. And PJ Walker, God bless him. He's, you know, trying to do his best, but he's currently ranked last of all starting quarterbacks in the NFL statistically. And that just is not not a viable solution at quarterback while the Browns are playing excellent defense. And, you know, they're they, they've got one of the better records in, in the AFC. And you're trying to stack these wins, as we've talked about, and they've got to do something about this backup quarterback position because, number one, if they have to elevate P.J. Walker again, I, I don't know the contractual specifics, but people keep talking about it that after the third call-up, they either got to let him go or they got to sign him to an actual contract. So they have a decision to make there because I, I really don't think Watson's playing this weekend. Uh Seattle's got a pretty good defense, a pretty stout defense, and he's going to get beat up a little bit. So I don't think they want to throw him back into the fire that quickly. So you have a decision to make. You've got to go out and find a viable option at uh, at backup quarterback. Obviously, the name everybody's talking about is Jacoby Brissett, who is now with the Washington Commanders. Personally, that's the route that I would go. He knows the offense. He played well uh, for the team last year. I mean, he had a 4-7 and seven record as a starter, but I think we all remember that he would have won at least two of those games uh, had the defense not crapped the bed. So, you know, he, he was a good, he was, he was a very serviceable starter. He was top 15 on uh, quarterback play last year in this offense. So I, I think that's the best, the best option for the team, whether or not they will do that, whether or not Washington wants to let him go, that remains to be seen. There aren't very many good options out there. Um, and the worst of them, is again sticking with PJ Walker. You just you're you can't keep you know you can't keep riding this razor's edge with him because it's you know sooner or later the other shoe is going to drop and you just can't have him playing the way he's playing. You need to win games. The AFC is is very very winnable right now in terms of you know a playoff spot. You know Buffalo's kind of down. Miami has shown some flaws. You know you you, you can make some noise. And you've got some winnable games on the schedule, but you've got to solve that quarterback problem. So let's hope the Browns do that this week. Uh, Deshaun Watson has an MRI coming up. So hopefully that is good news and he is not, you know, more hurt than we think. Uh, but then again, if you had a, if you had a reasonable backup quarterback option, you could put him on short term IR for four weeks and let him truly rest for the stretch run of the season because 
we need to worry about January, February, and not mid-October. So they've got to do something. That's the big news of the week. So, uh, again, on to Seattle and the 12th man out there on the West Coast, 4 o'clock on Sunday. So hope the Browns can pull out another one. A 5-2 and two record would look damn good, wouldn't it? So, uh, hey, I'm hoping the defense can pull another rabbit out of their hat and get us that fifth victory of the season. So, uh, as always, guys, appreciate you watching. And go Browns. Hoo, hoo. Back here, the Seth Williams and Chris Aiken show. That's right. Um, so, the Browns suck. <laughs> I, I put this on my Facebook, and I, I, I would have thought that people would put the obvious together. He's got a torn rotator cuff after he's not allowed to go and get hand jobs at, at massage parlors anymore. See? Is there a coincidence? Nope. He has to do it himself. He does. And now he's tore up his shoulder. I mean, I don't understand yeah. what the problem is here. Have you? I can barely lift my arms. Yeah. (laughs) Have you been following the uh, commentary between um, Brady Quinn and um, Quincy Avery, the quarterbacks coach of the Browns? I heard Brady Quinn talking shit. Is that what he's doing? Brady Quinn made a made a massage parlor joke, and basically the Browns coach said, "I'm gonna kick your fucking ass." Yeah, I mean, he didn't say it that way, but he he definitely said, "I'll deal with you." And per- here, I'll put it up on the screen. Look at this. Can you see that? It, the joke was, "How about we massage this conversation and get back to a happy ending?" Does that sound satisfactorily? That's what Brady Quinn said. And the the Browns coach said, "This this the joke you was dying to let fly. We could table the conver- the convo until I see you in person." <laughs> First of all, who the hell is Brady Quinn to be talking shit about anybody? Uh, especially a quarterback. Brady Quinn yeah. was terrible. God, he was awful. I remember my wife loved him because he was hot, and that was about it. He was good to look at, and then he couldn't throw a freaking football. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was that a, guy was. He couldn't throw a football. He was a lousy quarterback. Terrible. He He's was. He was as big of a bust as as Deshaun Watson. He's barely a good TV guy. He's not real good on TV at all. But yeah, he's out there throwing shade. I guess so. I agree with uh, Mister Underwood. Baker should still be here. Watson got his money in the Browns. In Houston, not what he did in Cleveland. He doesn't care. And the team is letting him do whatever he wants. So he doesn't. Probably. And I would just like to say to uh, Mr. Underwood that I just got done kicking a shit out of him in fantasy football. <laughs> not that Jake cares when he's, you know, hobnobbing with the people he's hobnobbing with. But still, you know, my life is sad and pathetic. And I, the only thing I have to hang my hat on is that uh, I beat him in fantasy football. I just love that you play fantasy football, but you don't watch football. Yeah. You just look, what do you do? Log into your Yahoo account or whatever to see how your guys did? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of, let's see how my, uh, oh, look at this. 99.77 points for me, 78.83 for uh, Mr. Underwood. Let's see how my team did. Oh, wait, it's already on the next week. I think Mahomes had like 41 points for me, which is fantastic. Oh, he's playing for Taylor. It's the first good week that guy's had since. Freaking dumbass Taylor Swift started going to football games. Well, he was he was he was making his move for Taylor and Brittany. God, I will not watch the Chiefs again this year. I will not. There's pictures of them like walking, holding hands together. I'm I'm tired of them already. But people are not making fun of you know Travis. Like he can't dress himself, and 
<laughs> it's awful. Yeah, well, he he deserves it. He's he's welcoming it. He ought to be like, get get your fucking cameras off. Seven and zero, my big money league. My guys were on their bye week. You did great. I, I want you to be nice, Jake. I'm talking shit about you. You should like come back with something. <laughs> yeah, nothing. He's not worried about the free league. He's not worried. It's a $20 league. I didn't even pay last year. I was in it. I don't think I checked my team one time last year. Never even, they never even asked my money. Well, you were busy with other things, like trying to learn to live without a leg. Yeah, well, this year I'm going to be stuck paying it. <laughs> team sucks. I got lucky this week. Let's see who I got. Patrick Mahomes. He's all right. Chris Olave. Just got arrested yesterday. He doesn't do shit. Now he's going to be in jail. This Ayuk guy from San Francisco. He's nothing. pretty good. This uh, Travis Etienne. He's been real good. He had a good week. This running back from Denver sucks. Uh, you could have just said Denver, and we would know it sucks. Yeah. Greg Kittle, he's doing, he had a good game a couple weeks ago. Shahid from New Orleans, he sucks too. Hey, let's look at my my backup quarterback, Sean Watson, the dick. He had point, he had like negative points, negative point oh eight three points. Does he have ten points for the year? I don't think so. <laughs> he was when I picked him up at the beginning of the year, he was like a four star guy. Yeah, right? he's now down to a one star. <laughs> Watson, who won't start Sunday's contest against the Seahawks, is slated to focus on rehabbing his shoulder injury and rest on game day. So he's not playing. Ass. Never going to play again. Who do we have on Monday? Um, Monday we have um, uh, director Jeff Burton. He has a new movie out. Um, or He has a, a movie short called Ophelia, which I watched. It's pretty freaking spooky. Um, and it's part of a three-part film that he's doing right now that's like the whole story of Ophelia. But it's real fucking creepy. And I just thought, you know, that might make sense for Halloween. Absolutely. To have a horror movie guy talking about making horror movies. So so Jeff Burton will be on. And if you want to check out the uh, the movie short that he did, it's about 18 minutes long and it's really good. Um it's um, opheliamovie.com. So check him out. He will be on on Monday. Looking forward to that. What's funny is I uh, <clears throat> went and tried to look him up. Yeah. To see, you know, the kind of stuff he's done. And apparently I got the wrong one. Okay. Um, and it, it, the first movie that popped up was <clears throat> The Black Hooker. Well. And I was like, well, this is not the Jeff Burton I think that we are having on. <laughs> Maybe it is. Um, did I miss the bass player? Uh, no. Uh, she canceled. She apparently has rehearsals that she's doing. Yes. And we'll get back to us. We're going to reschedule her. Yeah. Where the... is this? Where can you find it? Opheliamovie.com. Opheliamovie.com. Yeah, and if you scroll down, it's right here. You can watch the. It's right here on YouTube. You can watch oh, okay. the short film. The short film is here while they work on the um, the three part real movies. So, but All the right. short is real. Think Blair Witch, but good. All right, I'm good. 
It's like Blair Witch, but it's a million but, times better than Blair Witch. We're going to wrap things up here, but Blair Witch, I liked. When it came out, You, if it wasn't for the beginning, because the internet still wasn't as huge as it is now. You couldn't find sure. anything you wanted. Mm-hmm. But you could find a lot of stuff. You couldn't find anything. Sure. Like now. now, if you look up three-legged dog hookers, you're going to find it. But if you, Not that I've looked. But <laughs> back then, when it came out, the idea was to try to make it real that they found these tapes of these kids. Yeah. Like known actors or anything like that. And, and it was a great thing until all of a sudden, again, the internet ruined shit for everybody. And- mm-hmm. Yeah. Blair Witch was cool. I mean, it was, it was cool for its time. What was that other one that was like a monster um, that was shot the same way? It was like um, Clover. Cloverfield. Clover yeah. yeah. Cloverfield is another one that they tried to make out like it was sort of real at first. Yeah. And that one was all right, but it, at least some of the Blair Witch didn't make me nauseous. The Cloverfield, there was just nonstop running of a, with a kid. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, you, like, sit down and relax for a few. Well, and, and that's why this, this Ophelia, much better. It's 18 minutes. So you just basically get the, the terror and then the climax to the terror. I don't want to say anything more than that, but. I'm going to check that out tonight. It's worth it's worth 20 minutes of your time. Oh, 20 minutes? Yeah, I'm sure it's all going to check that out tonight. Ophelia, just go to... OpheliaMovie.com. OpheliaMovie.com. Right. Yep. And we'll have Jeff on on Monday to talk all about it. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. And uh, everybody have a great, safe rest of your week. Good weekend. Browns sucks. So I don't go Browns. And um, we'll talk to you, God willing, on Monday. See ya. Thanks, Chris. See ya.